Hi, No Joke listeners. Before we get to the episode, we want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to podvoices.help. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word. This is a HeadGum Podcast. Thanks for listening to No Joke with Billy and Adam on the HeadGum Podcast Network, the least topical podcast on the internet. Today's topic was 4th of July activities. We hope you enjoy the No Joke Podcast. Okay, welcome back to the No Joke Podcast. I am Billy Scafuri. I am Adam Lustick. And it is episode 317, and yes, summer sir. is in the air. Summer is in the air. It's everywhere. It's here and there. It's here, <laughs> it's there, it's everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, and Adam, pat on the back. Um, summer is everywhere, and you went to the doctor today, and your family is fully vaxxed. A big yeah. no-joke congratulations on that milestone. Thanks, buddy. We, um, we got the toddler his first uh, COVID vaccine today, and it was... Uh, well, it was, to be honest with you, I was like surprisingly emotional. I wasn't expecting to, for it to be like an emotional experience, right. but I yes. felt a huge amount of relief. Not that it's a fail safe thing. We might all still get COVID, but at least we got here. It was like, totally. we got here. <laughs> I remember the, like, uh, the first few months when people our age, it was kind of, I think it was like, like frontline people, like, um, yeah. and then it was like uh, older generations and just generation down and down. And when I started yeah. seeing our friends posting photos on Instagram with a bandaid yeah. on their shoulder, it yeah. was like a really wonderful, like, we've taken a step. This feels yes. like a, like a quantifiable step in a new direction. And seeing <laughs> my friend, my friends who are parents now posting right. the I relief know. That I know three so true. whatever can get it. It's like, oh, this is another like foundational step. It's it huge. Like. It's huge. I maybe we've talked about this on the podcast before. I'm not sure, uh, but I do feel like um, the older I get, the thing that really moves me emotionally <laughs> are like is like scientific progress, <laughs> mm. <laughs> of, like scientific advances. My mother-in-law, really? Ruth, no, the no joke mother-in-law, I should say, Ruth, uh, mm. very famously uh, is 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 like deeply moved by space travel and like like the idea of space travel and whenever like you know the whatever capsule broke through the atmosphere and is now into the deep like right. that's the, the one of the few times in our life that i've seen ruth like really get emotional like get teary and a little like misty eyed it's mm. always about like space and i was like huh this is so interesting but i i totally get it now i i like i feel like i've become that person who it's like the thing that really <laughs> like moves my emotional needle is like oh my god like human ingenuity human like resourcefulness we did it really like, made a big scientific step and, and for some reason this vaccine like it feels related to that or something yeah <laughs> yeah well it's yeah. so life or death i remember when you and i were at burning man that was one of the yeah. first times where i was like oh the human like i'm seeing humanity at its like most 
I don't know, like a next level. I was like yeah. so inspired and proud <laughs> yeah. of like human achievement, just seeing totally. that people can just build a city if they want to. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I know. Yeah. That's the thing that moves me now. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, thank you for that. Congratulations. And everyone get vaccinated if, if you haven't already. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. And get your kids vaccinated <laughs> as well. get your kids vaxxed. Yeah, exactly. Um, we also, you heard us say it on the pre-roll. You're going to hear a bunch of different HeadGum podcasts saying something similar about what happened in the Supreme Court. But Right. Um, yes. Shitty time. Shitty time. Tough time. Tough time. Yeah. It's, uh, I mean, you know, we, I, I am merely a, a, an enraged and mildly informed citizen, but the Supreme Court, I mean, this week they're, uh, they're sort of unleashing this court of, sort of hellstorm of all these decisions. Not only Roe versus Wade, which is a devastating court decision and we need to fight like hell to amend it. Um, but, you know, uh, there was this this EPA decision that came down today that restricting um, the, the, our ability to, like, uh, rein in uh, carbon emissions and all. It's a mess. It's a big old mess. So, yeah, it's yeah. been a pretty dramatic. It's been a pretty dramatic couple of years, man. Tough time. Yeah. I mean, the past two time. months, like multiple shootings in Uvalde and Buffalo, everywhere else. And then the Supreme yeah. Court's like, oh, wait, wait, wait. We're all so bad. We're all yeah, so bad. Wait. If you forgot about us. Yeah, like, no, I know that you horrible. hate the president and the January Sixth Commission Commission right now. Oh, but right. you can also that hate too. us. You can hate uh, us. Yeah, save a little hate, save a little contempt and outrage for us. We're bad. We've got. It. Yeah, it seems like we've got plenty for everyone. Have you been watching the January Sixth Committee? I, I, I've been like watching the the highlights or lowlights, mm-hmm. I guess I should say, uh, sort of like on Twitter. I haven't really watched any of it live, but mm-hmm. it's um, yeah, it is this experience of seeing. Um, hearing it sort of like painstakingly detail by detail uh, laid out the the thing that we – the sort of like travesty that we all witnessed in real time 18 mm-hmm. months later is mm-hmm. – um, it's it's powerful. It's upsetting. It's disturbing all over again. And it's it – um, It kind of feels a little unprecedented to me that they are like, hey, you all witnessed and we all witnessed such an yeah. insane thing on January 6th that you all deserve to know minute by minute totally. how this happened. Like the and TikTok it's like, of it all, yeah. I like, but I really appreciate that. Oh, my method. gosh. I really appreciate the, hey, we are going to walk you through the timeline. Because so much of like what we hate about the government is always lost in the shadows as well, where it's right. like, well, I don't even know what was actually happening. Exactly. But for, for like this like clear storytelling and retelling, it's like pretty – Pretty, I, I find myself watching the, uh, the January 6th committee way more than I am watching, you know, any sort of like, yeah. like MSNBCs randomly. You know? Totally. I mean, it is. it does speak to this, like, thing that we all know, like, as a human civilization. It's, like, story and, like, again, like, I hate to – whatever, this is going to sound so corny, but, like, this January 6th thing is, like, a perfect example. It's, like, p- information, the way that it's, like, mo- em- emotional information is, like – most clearly and effectively um, communicated through stories. Like if you just like read all the facts of the January 6th thing on paper, mm-hmm. it wouldn't land as hard. Like you, like it is whether rightly or wrongly, it is like one of the skills that a politicians or a political body must possess is mm-hmm. the power of story, story craft. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like it just is the case. It's like hearing it, like you said, hearing it laid out sort of in this narrative way is like, um, it just is so impactful in a way that just like reading the facts in black and white 12 sized font on a piece of paper just wouldn't land. I mean, facts. Um, people respond to stories. It, it really is what moves what moves people emotionally, obviously. Yeah. It is infuriating to a certain extent that we have like six, um, I for lack of a better word, episodes of it so far. Um, right. Like, Thousands of hours and days of interviews, um, yeah. and the consensus is it was Trump and the boys. 
It was Trump <laughs> yeah, and the boys who had like yeah. organized this and then like fanned the flames and then let people in knowing they had weapons. It was Trump and the For boys. Sure. Everyone seems to say it. But like seems like none of them have gotten in trouble or at least politics know, usually takes a lifetime for anything to change. But when Roe versus Wade happened, it was like, and this minute, like um, Planned Parenthoods and abortion clinics around the country have no idea because they've suddenly like the lights went out. All you know, these trigger it, laws go into effect and these states become like incredibly like have no, restrict abortions completely overnight, like you said, overnight. Yeah, it's not yeah. yet. Like it, it wasn't. It was same day. I was I like, know. you can't even like move money from one bank account to the same to another bank account. Hours. That still takes forty eight hours. But I suddenly, know. like like the electricity just went out in these places. Obviously not, but you know what I mean. I know. Um, I know. So obviously, restricting uh, a woman's choice of what they do with their body is a horrible, disgusting, just terrible idea. And it is also so unfortunate that it comes on the heels of Independence Day. Yeah, exactly. What irony. I know someone tweeted something that was like, um, July Independence Day has been canceled this year on account of a lack of independence. Mm -hmm. (laughs) A shortage shortage of independence. That's right. Hey, how often are you going on Twitter these days? How say it again? How often am I going on Twitter? Are you on Twitter every day? Do you lurk every day? Sure. I mean, it's a daily mindless scroll. It's okay. Of course. Yeah. Absolutely. For sure. Are you fading? Sure. I'm not. I haven't. <laughs> you haven't been faving. I haven't been really faving. My faving thumb has been uh, has been on ice for a little bit. So that's I the deepest, really dirtiest form of lurking, Adam. That is the deepest, <laughs> dirtiest form what, of scrolling lurking. without faving. <laughs> yes, dude. Like, what are we doing? What are people like me doing out there? We're doing it for the likes. This is yeah, such well-tread territory. Yes. And if you're going to lurk, at least let yeah. us know you like the work. No, it's a it's a great point. If you're gonna lurk, let us know you like the work. That's a good yes. sort of rule of thumb to live by. Um, yes. I guess I, I guess you know you're right. I mean, like you said, we're in this sort of like shitstorm of bad news right now. So really, it's just sort of a doom scroll, mm. uh, letting my mind and heart become numb. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, not become numb to all the awful news. So it, it's doesn't feel like there's much to fave. But you're right, there is, of course. And um, and uh, what can I say? I'm out here lurking. I don't I don't He's have lurking. a good no, Adam, lo- I mean, it's not a big admission. Like, we all know how yeah, you treat socials. <laughs> you lurk. I lurk, yeah, exactly. We know. We know. That's right. That's right. Well, we brought up Independence Day, Adam, and I don't know if you're like me, but when 4th of July comes around, I just don't know what activities to do. What can I do this year? How do I celebrate our nation's independence again? Yes, because yeah. 4th of July doesn't come with any sort of clear instructions. Like, I don't know if I'm supposed to barbecue. I don't know if I'm supposed to hang by the pool. I don't Correct. know if fireworks are going to come out at <laughs> night. I just don't That's know. Right. So sometimes right. I need to go onto digital publications yes. to find listicles Websites. with tipsicles Correct. for what to do on the 4th. <laughs> Listicles, tipsicles, websites with hints. So mm-hmm. today we are uh, going to be uh, referring to one of these lists entitled 25 Fun Things to Do on 4th of July Weekend to Keep the Family Entertained. Is the I name mean, of the pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. good. I rely on digital publications <laughs> to give me listicles and tipsicles that That's I right. can bring to the family on the Correct. 4th. <laughs> Correct. So um, I say we yes. do the No Joke Nation a favor. Yes. And we read off some of those lipsicles and some yes. of those tipsicles yeah. <laughs> in the second and third acts and Correct. discuss it. Perfect. Can't wait to do it. <laughs> okay. Um, in the first act break, I'm going to sing a line from a song. And 
it's I never knew what the words are and I still don't, but maybe we could discuss that. It is uh, patriotic, so there <laughs> is something connected to it. But Great. we'll talk about it in the second okay. act break. This okay, is me singing a line from a song <laughs> that is vaguely patriotic. We'll be right back. For all ingrations be forgot. Welcome back to the No Joke Podcast. Today we're talking about uh, July 4th activities. Uh, and Bill, that was, I believe that was a clip from Old Lang Syne. No. Uh, a little no, snippet from crap. Lang oh, Syne. maybe I got it all wrong. I uh, got well, it all wrong. <laughs> Did, were, were you singing, and sorry, but just to back up, were you saying, we all ingrations be That's forgot? Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's right. I thought it was, you know what happens you Tell know me. what happens. This is real time, folks. You're getting well, real time with yeah, Bill Scafuri. This, this is not Bill Maher. This is real time with Bill Scafuri. So I was singing, you're a great old flag. You're a big old great flag. Everyone and that red, white, and blue. Here, here. But what always happens is that halfway through that song, I go into... And all ingrations be forgot. Keep an eye on eye that great, great old, old flag. flag. That's right. Because that's what it does. It, goes, it has that little like intra-song sort of like reference to Auld Lang Syne. Yeah, that's will right. You, I get it. Will you allow me to try and sing what I know from uh, your A Grand Old Flag right now? It would, it would literally be my pleasure and my honor. My, my okay. duty. My duty. All right. I'm just going to shoot from the hip. But no, go, it's dude. Like, go. You're a great big flag. You're a big old great flag. Everyone for that red, white, and blue. Here, here. You're a great big flag. A great old flag. The flag of the red, white, and blue. You're a great big flag. Holy crap, what a flag. Everyone, will you come see this flag? For all ingrations be forgot. Take a look at this big old flag. Bill, 100% accuracy. I think that is exactly right. That is exactly what the founders have intended this day. Okay. Uh, you, that is, you nailed it. That's perfect. Well I done. think the one line that I might have made up was the background singer saying, holy crap, what holy, a flag. I yeah. know it's not there, but I think it might. There's an illusion of that and somewhere. And it's like in that's the, the spirit of it. The spirit of, of, the, of, um, admiring the flag is that you want someone to sort of take in the beauty of her majesty's stars and stripes and say mm -hmm. holy crap what a flag exactly it's like that's what you're that's which what is why you put it in the lyrics just correct. drop it in the lyrics right correct you want to sort of prompt that response exactly okay. so right. uh well done bill that was really beautifully sung feels right word pitch, perfect key that's word more or less how i always sang that song to me yeah yeah. You're a big old flag. Yeah. It's You're really a great good. big flag. Holy yeah. crap, what a flag. Give yeah, it yeah. up for the red, white, and blue. Toot, toot. <laughs> you could do whatever you want with that yeah, song. It's a pretty absolutely. great song. Yeah. Uh, Bill, what is your relationship? Did you guys have in your house growing up? Were you an American? Like, we hang a flag from this house family? Yeah, did you I think we had a flag hanging from the house. Did you? Nice. Cool. I think we probably had a, like, in the summer months. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Out of respect for the winter snow, you don't want to have a tattered flag. Of course not. Of course not. No, no, no. But yeah, we would have a flag. We had a, like, a, a we have a beautiful green lawn with an yes. American flag hanging in front of it. And it's a, nice. it's a good look. I like yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And we would also go to the 4th of July parade in our town. And Was we there a parade? All, and, yeah, and the fire trucks would come through. Oh, and, sweet. Like, various like um, organizations from the town would walk down the street and when you were little you would um, wave a little American flag and then yeah. my dad and then my dad would sing at the kind of ceremony where the parade ended 
Now that's pretty special. So that so July Fourth actually is like was sort of an epic kind of familial sort of traditional thing for you guys growing up. That's really totally cool. yeah. I think so. Our town growing up was good at parades. We had a St. Patrick's yeah. Day parade as well. Like we were a small enough town that you kind of knew a lot of the neighbors and generationally, your sister had friends with this generation, yes. your brother yes. had friends with this, and so it was really fun to just congregate on these like main streets. Yes, and you know. Wave that great big flag. flag holy crap, holy what, crap a flag. what a flag. Exactly. Um, in my town, that was Memorial Day, as you know, because you okay. know half the people from Voorheesville. But Memorial Day was like the parade that my town did July you 4th. Might be, you might be selling me that what I'm talking about is Memorial Day. Could be. Town. Could be. Could it's Memorial July. Day could and July been... 4th, they, they're cousins. They're joined at the hip. Yeah. They're joined at the hip. Yeah. Um, uh, July 4th, there were fireworks behind the firehouse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> fireworks behind the firehouse. So if there was a fire, I guess, from the works, the house could put out the works. The hose I is guess ready. that was yeah. – we're hose, It's a hose-ready town. We're hose-ready. We're hose mm-hmm. – yeah, we're hose-accessible. Did yeah. you – did this name – I'm certain we've talked about it before on the podcast, but did this name mean anything to the people of Voorheesville? Hit okay. me. Hit me. The Grucci Brothers – Grucci, oh no, okay, we have talked about this on the podcast. No, not in Voorheesville, but please, if you wouldn't mind just giving a quick refresher on the Grucci's. Uh, well, those Grucci's uh, basically ran the whole eastern seaboard when it came to fireworks. Fireworks, they had right? the mafia yes. contracts. Yes. And the, those freaking crazy Grucci's, they even had the Macy's fireworks, and they would yes. shoot them over the Hudson. And you would go if you heard it was a Grucci event. But that sometimes was, it would be brand. like July 7th, and it's like, I've already seen two spectaculars on like the 4th and the 5th. Right. Took the 6th off, but like, oh, Jones Beach has another spectacular tonight. Like, do you want to go? Are the Grucci's doing it? If It's, it's basically the board. Boar's head sticker in the deli. Correct. If the Correct. deli doesn't have a boar's head sticker, Correct. just go to another deli that Correct. does. Correct. Yeah. You don't want so the if it's a non Grucci, yes. it's it's not worth your time. Correct. Um, that is, I mean, much respect to the Grucci's. Do you think they're still doing it? I mean, they must. Yes, I 100% oh, think they're time. still doing it. I'm curious what your local industry. firework family uh, is. Yeah, me too, honestly. And honestly, maybe. I mean, I like to think that I would be able to – I don't know. It could have been a Gucci or some Gucci subsidiary, uh, but I like to think that I would know. You know what I mean? If it would right. sort of blew my little eight-year-old mind that I like to think, I'd be like, who? who's responsible for this magic and this wonder? And someone would have said the word Gucci, a name that mm-hmm. I certainly would never have forgotten. So right. I don't well, know if it thing. was Gr- – I'd never forget the Gucci if it was See, Gucci. I went to school with kids whose last names were basically Gucci. So when you <laughs> heard a Gucci in the wild, you'd be like, oh, familiar. Oh, yeah, familiar. Yeah, for- <laughs> like, like your ears perked up, like hometown, yes. familiar, familiar. Yes, yes. Um, very frequently what my family would do for July 4th, we would go to my Uncle Mark's uh, house up in the Adirondacks on the lake. Yes. And he and some like, you know, and his lake sort of lake neighbors, they would sort of, you know, get their own fireworks and shoot them off on the beach just like – super DIY style. Mm-hmm. Um, no Gucci fanfare, no music, just like, let's see if this one works. So and I was to your Uncle Mark's house once. You've been there. Yes, you have. Yeah. Was that, that wasn't for the fourth, though, I'm asking. No, I don't think so, right? I don't think that was the fourth. I don't think so. It was, was just like, a, maybe just a family gathering or something. I think something. that was just a hang. Yeah. You remember that your brother Jake's band played? Big time on the porch, and it rained, and we swam in the lake in the rain. <laughs> yes. They yes, were playing it. Radiohead um, covers. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah, that's right. And it was yeah. such a collision of so many ages happening. Yeah. Angsty yeah. teen band playing <laughs> yeah. the music they love. For radio Me band. and you, mid-20s, just like, we've Hanging been living out. in the city. We're in a lake. This is nice. That's and then novel. parents, like, next to the barbecue. Everyone was really getting what they needed yeah. out of their systems. <laughs> that's 
so true. It's like we're just gonna be over here cranking on creep. We're just gonna play creep yes. eleven times in a row. Yeah, yeah, I remember loving it. I remember being yeah. like, they are getting out what they need to get out. Yeah, yeah. And I'm in a lake, and those parents are eating pork. <laughs> so eating we're ham. chilling. Yeah. <laughs> this is ticking all the generational boxes here. Correct. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Um, but if you are not lucky enough to have an Uncle Mark in your life, yeah. luckily you have a countryliving.com in your yeah, life. Yeah, that's what and the website's for. And luckily you have two podcast hosts that are so desperate for content that they're going to read some Country Living tipsicles to you right now. Tipsicles? Yeah, so Adam, exactly. I'll go first. I'll okay, go cool. first and I'll go with number one. It's already, yeah, why well, not? It's already well covered territory, but Start their first there. tip for yeah. having fun yeah. with your family is yeah. hanging a flag. Straight up get there uh and i you know whether it's old glory or not uh i think just uh, n- not that i mean on the july 4th you uh, you know the american flag is of course standard obviously but um really just hang I- i'm down with that hanging any flag i think would be yeah. a good idea yeah i'm more of the mind that admiring a flag might actually be more interesting than, than the hanging, hanging of it yeah yes. yeah 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 <laughs> That's that's yeah. just me. I don't know. Some people might like tasks. I think that the the majesty is in looking at it. But some people might be like, "We're hanging up two screws, folks," or no, like, that, "We're putting a stick in a holder, folks." That's what and that's what independence is about. That's what we fought for. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, exactly. Maybe not um, obviously fun thing. But Adam, what is number two? Because this is starting to trend more fun. Yeah. Okay. Number two, we have watermelon bowling, which I have hmm. to say, I don't really think I've heard of before this moment. Few, uh, but, but essentially, if I'm reading the uh, the sort of the image clues correctly, it seems like it's uh, bowling, but with a watermelon as a bowling ball, which makes, makes sense. a quintessential summer fruit part of your Fourth of right. July festivities with a friendly backyard game of watermelon bowling. So basically, I mean, I wanted to talk um, S H asterisk T. Oh, yeah, yep. we're a PG podcast. To. Thank you for self-censoring. Yep. You're welcome. You're welcome. Yep. <laughs> I wanted to talk S-H asterisk. Asterisk? Mm-hmm. Is that how you pronounce it? Asterisk. Yep. <clears throat> Sorry. Okay. T. Yes. yes. Um, on watermelon bowling. But then I remembered that just a few months ago, you and I shot put a melon. So and who am amazing. I to judge? Exactly. <laughs> okay, look. Melons can be used for various things. They're not just for snack anymore. They're also for sport. So uh, – this looks seems like a really fun idea to me. It's like if you have bowling pins and you're outdoors, it's like absolutely you put that watermelon to good use. It's almost like war. But the, I, I guess my only sort of apprehension would be you don't want to sort of sacrifice the watermelon itself to the that's, bowling and then not be able to kind enjoy of it. The thing because yeah. the first couple words say make the quintessential summer fruit part of your Fourth of July festivities, right? And the reason it's quintessential is because it's delicious, delicious and to not eat. just junk worthy. Because there's Correct. plenty of junk-worthy foods, i.e. melons, which Correct. you can just chuck and who cares. Correct. But the Mundo. wouldn't you rather eat it than roll it when it I comes so. to the mighty, mighty watermelon? I think so. I think so. If you can get both, if it's a soft enough grass surface, if you're ginger enough with the bowling, if you're not too rough with it, or, I mean, I mean, look, if you're financially um, sort of flush enough that you can afford mm. two watermelons, mm-hmm. one for bowling, one for eating, then God mm-hmm. bless you. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, I would be apprehensive about the bowling just because I would again like you said I would want to eat thine watermelon first that's my first priority yeah this has some the picture attached has some big Pinterest vibes in so much as there are there's a watermelon that's being rolled next to a cute hat next to a cute sunglasses but the problem for me is there are basically 10 bowling pins designed for this activity in this photo and I'm going to go out on a limb yeah. I'm going to go out on a limb and say yeah. that the large majority of yeah. the 50 people who listen to No Joke do yes. not own 
tiny watermelon bowling pins. No. In fact, I would go so far as to say if you're going to commit to a sort of a July 4th specific um, bowling event like this, which I think would be really cute, I would say yes. fully commit to the aesthetic. Make those bowling pins empty ketchup bottles, empty Thank condiment you. bottles. Yes. Make it a mustard bottle, a ketchup bottle, a mayonnaise bottle, a relish bottle. Make like you. really, you know, sort of lean in, lean into the July 4thness of it, I'd say. Um, yes. Because that is pe- something that people have hanging around the house. So I, w- I would sort of like make it a fully inclusive July 4th cuisine-themed bowling activity. Okay, Love great. that. I think that's a great idea. And it's also because you're not doing food waste. And I would also say swap that's out right. the watermelon. I would roll. Yeah, what is yeah. a good sphere? What's a, what's a common sphere? Yeah, a common sphere. Uh, I mean – I would say globes, but they're not common. Yeah. Basketballs, <laughs> but it's – you know, it's yeah, a basketball. Like a, yeah, like a little soccer it's ball, a maybe. Or sphere. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I think? You know what edible. I think? Big yeah. business. You know what yeah. I think? Big business. Tell me. I think that you and I should be producing molds, big watermelon molds that you fill with water, freeze in the freezer. Genius. And then ice watermelon bowling where you're rolling big cubes of ice, but now they're spherical. And now we've created the common sphere. See, that's Now so we have smart. created the common sphere. That's... And now the game lasts as long as the sphere does. The ice does. That is so smart. A watermelon-shaped, sort of like essentially a giant ice ball yes. that you can freeze in the shape of a watermelon. Yes. And, uh, and then you can use it to bowl. And then it melts over time. And when it yes. melts all the way, game over. So it, the, it, it's and, sort of like, yeah, that's really smart, Bill. Yeah. And if you're Kevin McAllister, yes. if you're Kevin McAllister, yes. who frequently gets home, left home alone, correct. His parents constantly neglect Always him. Always leaving him behind, yeah. If you're Kevin McAllister and you have this common sphere in your freezer yes, and Joe yes. Pesci and David Stern show up on your door, <laughs> get on the roof, yeah. get on the roof and drop that sphere on Correct. both of their noggins. Bonk them with it. For sure. Bonk. For sure. That would hurt. Absolutely. At the very at, – at worst, it would it would maim them or at best, it would maim them. At worst, it would soak them. So that's, that's a win-win. It. Yeah. That's a win-win. That's win. really good. Yeah, that's really good. Yep. So these are just some of the tips that Off you the can top expect of our head. to get. Yeah. When Country Living teams yeah. up with the hosts of the No Joke Podcast. Correct. What a, co- a collab from heaven. Um, yeah, super collab. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to move on here to uh, tip number three? What do you think? Oh, why don't you, I'm going to slide down. I'm actually going to oh, okay. All right, go. I'm going to go, go, freaky go. with it. Go. Getting freaky deaky with go, it. And I'll go. tell you, folks, it's not that freaky and it's not okay. that deaky. <laughs> okay. Enjoy s'mores around a campfire. Okay. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. Again, um, that can be July, any day of July, not only July, any day of the year. I would say that mm-hmm. would that would apply. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, that sounds nice. Sure, sure. Can S'mores I get around real a campfire a feels second? nice. Sure, please do. You're among friends. S'mores, as far as I'm concerned. Uh-oh, here we go. Could be slesses. I could I'm have sless of s'mores. Yeah, you could... <laughs> S'mores? S'mores In my less. world? Yeah. I could have less of s'mores. <laughs> I get the concept of ma- yeah. ma- marshmallow on stick, yeah. nature and sugar. Nature. It's a fun joy. Yes. Partially burned, partially yes. melted. Graham yes. Cacker, Hershey yep. Bar. I we get, get it. it. We get the appeal. S'mores, as far as I'm concerned, I could have s'less. S'less. Could you have snun? Snun ever snun. again? Yep. I could have snun. <laughs> and I wouldn't smiss a thing. It okay. is. I almost feel. I, I almost feel sand cuffed. 
to I, have to enjoy yes, a totally. s'more around a campfire. I gotta be. I gotta be honest with you, Bill. I think that you are speaking uh, as taboo as it may be to come mm-hmm. out sort of anti-s'more. Um, I, I think that your voice is a refreshing one because I think there's a lot of people that feel the way you do and just don't have the courage to admit it, to be totally honest with you, to Thank say you. that s'mores, frankly, are, like you said, we get the appeal, we love chocolate graham cracker and marshmallow, mm-hmm. ooh, we're cooking outside, ooh, whoa, it's got whoa, a camping whoa, vibe, whoa, whoa. Ooh, ooh, we understand that. Um, but yeah, the marshmallow think gets sticky and melts. It can I be think a that little... they're just, I honestly think that they are a buoy for our social anxiety. Totally. By the time the fu- the fire has started cooking, we've all already had dinner, yep. we've now kind of sat down and yep. everyone's like, I don't know what else what to talk now? about. Exactly. But you don't have to talk when That's you're right. staring at a marshmallow on a That's stick. Right. And I think right. that people like the salve of saying, I don't have to think right now, I'm just gonna stare at this dumb marshmallow on this long stick I'm that gonna... I'm not gonna eat because something's gonna go wrong, it will Correct. fall on the fire, but Correct. I don't have to come up with new conversation. I think that's a great, I think that's really psychologically insightful. So much of uh, um, these tips are too. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So much of these party tips are mm-hmm. really a great way to avoid truly interacting with each other mm-hmm. on a genuine level. So that's, that's what right. that's a, <laughs> that's what almost the, all of these are about. It's true. Um, if you really want to have a great time, talk. sit down and connect with your family and friends. Talk to them. That's Ask it. them questions. Yeah, that yes. would be I would say our number one July Fourth tip: get real with your family. Two um, yes, two folding chairs facing one another. <laughs> and don't get up until you've worked out all of your emotional talk issues about with it. each other. Talk about talk it. about it. Get it out. <laughs> Uh, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, but that's a good point. That's a good point. Um, so no disrespect to s'mores, but you know, I'm not even anti-s'more. I just think that they got on the hype train, and that train is still cruising down the tracks. No, we I'm, all need to acknowledge that like, you're not even making the s'mores to eat the s'mores. You're doing it to kind of just have an activity. Correct. Um, speaking of that, I'm going to go here to tip number nine. Watch a patriotic movie outside. Okay. okay. Watch a patriotic, a patriotic movie outside. What um, when patriotic movie comes to mind? What do you think of? I think of Independence Day. I yes. mean, I know that's very on the nose, but July Fourth, yes. Independence Day, Independence Day. Do you remember um, when he punched the alien? It was amazing. I've never seen that before. He punched it in the face. He was Will Smith was fearless. fearless. Welcome to Earth. Yeah. <laughs> and I really appreciate that he didn't say welcome to America. Correct. That's he said, right. welcome to Earth, and punched him in the face. Because if he said, welcome Earth to lanes. America, and punched an alien in the face, there would have a lot more negative political connotation associated with that. All of a sudden, it's like, well, this is this is a commentary on like America's culture of violence, Correct. America's culture of antagonism. Now, all of a sudden, we're rooting for the alien in a weird yes. way. It's yes. like it's sim- it makes the alien more sympathetic. No, no. Mm. This is about Earth bu- coming together as a human species to mm-hmm. defeat the common enemy that is these slobbery, slimy alien beings. That's right. Yes. So that's what it's about. And that's what July 4th is about, alien beings. That's yeah. right. It's, yeah. about, it's about Randy Quaid um, <laughs> yeah. leaving his family behind to yes. blow himself up in the alien spaceship. Yes, correct. Isn't it funny that the Bill Pullman monologue from that movie has, like, transcended, like, camp and fictional whatever? And I feel like now it's just, like, people use it for genuine American patriotic No, it's good. It's, it's like, just it's just good. good. Yeah, yeah. It's just good. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Like, As someone who is often hired to write 
um, right. videos that play before sports games. Right, right. A lot of the spirit of like those yeah. motivational videos that get you hyped for the game yeah. are like in line with what Bill Pullman did. Where it's like, <laughs> we talk slow. We get you listening. The music starts to swell. Yeah, yeah. And now I'm smirking. Yes. I'm smirking until I tell you what's going to happen exactly. today. And exactly. how much we'll love the results. It's <laughs> great. Exactly. And it works. Um, it works. And it every works, time. man. It works every, every time. single time. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I know this is a little bit weird, but what talking about patriotic movies, another movie that comes to mind, which I know it's like whatever. Um, I think about Forrest Gump. Something about Forrest Gump to me feels like a very um I guess patriotic, very American, sort of a yep. a, a walk through the twentieth century of America, sort of the highlights. <laughs> I think that's what they were uh, trying to do. No, I mean like touch on a bunch of different historical yeah. things and how this guy has been like a part of each one of them, yes. unbeknownst to him. Yes, yes, exactly. yeah. They also have, I, that also has that soundtrack. That yeah, exactly, soundtrack, exactly. Where it like goes from like revolutionary rock and roll to like it ain't me. It ain't me. Yeah. yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. I would argue um, that the Forrest Gump soundtrack and Notorious B.I.G.'s Life After Death are the two best double CDs I've ever owned. Holy crap, Bill. Notorious B.I.G.'s Life After Death and Forrest double Gump soundtrack. Double disc. Yes. Two of the best double discs. Um, Tupac? All, as well as it All Eyes all on Eyes Me? All Eyes on was, Me? Yes. Yeah. That was very good. Yeah, that was up there. Up death. there. Up there. Yeah, yeah. But that was such an awesome feeling was getting the the double <laughs> – Yes. The, the double CD. Yes. It was like going to freaking Sam Goody or FYE or whatever. It's just like coming home with the uh, – what was the um, Smashing Pumpkins, Melancholy, and the Infinite Sadness Was that a double dog? Definite double dog. The for sure. rock and roll double dog. Yeah, yeah. The rock and roll double dog for sure. For sure. Uh, that was so good because you felt like I'm really getting my money's worth. Yes, it cost 26 bucks instead of 14 but – I feel like I'm going to get my money's worth out the of this. The tough part like. with the double dog, double yeah. discs yeah. was that in your CD tower, and if you grew up in the 90s, you better have a CD tower. Yes. They were usually designed for the single disc. Correct. Some them, would give you like a slot or two with like Special an acknowledgement. Slots. Correct. But they're like, don't you go buying like five double discs or you're in <laughs> double trouble. We don't trouble. have the room for We don't have the infrastructure for that. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So it was a single disc world, but anytime someone dropped a double trouble, you were like, all right, like yeah, it looks like sure. we are going downtown tonight. Absolutely. Um, Wu Tang Forever was double? Double trouble. Double it was usually dog. after your first Jumbotron single, yeah, where it was like yeah, right. Ready to Die by Biggie or 36 Chambers by Wu Tang. Those were singles, and people were like, hey, listen, we'll take as much as you can squeeze. That's right. That's exactly yep. right. Yep. Someone I was having a chat with someone I literally can't remember who, but we were talking about like gen- like different generation names. Like this is Gen Z. They were like, "Oh, what what gener- what's like the name of the generation of Fig?" And I was like, "Oh, I don't know." And they were like, "I think it's Generation Alpha." <laughs> yes, I've heard that too. Have you? Okay, I had never heard that before. Generation Alpha, which I guess well, we've makes just sense. Wrapped back around. I was just going to say we're going Z and now we're going back to the beginning. And he was like, "Oh, this was my neighbor. It was my neighbor." And he was like, "Yeah, like he was like um our generation CDs and cassette tapes uh the generation millennials uh CDs and cassette tapes generation Z MP3s and like generation alpha all streaming he was like that's the way that I like to think of it I was like oh okay yep. you're you're really sort of like delineating these generations based on like the way that we access our music <laughs> but that's it right. also made sense made perfect yes. sense yeah totally. <laughs> yeah um what else makes sense Adam we got to go to a second act break oh second act break okay what do we do in the second act break? I sang um, "You're a Great Old Flag." Yeah, um, maybe I can sing. Think. Maybe I can take a crack at a patriotic tune that comes to mind. 
Well, we'd love to hear that. Great. We'll be right back. I don't want to be an American idiot. Maybe I'll be an American idiot. Welcome back to the No Joke Podcast. Today, Bill and I are talking about activities that might be fun for the whole family on July 4th. That was just a short rendition of Green Day's American Idiot. Yeah. Um, don't I don't know any of the other words, obviously. I think that was pretty clear. Yeah. So Green Day hated George Bush. Green Day hated he, George Bush. Get George line. W? Yeah. W yes, was the second one, right? Yeah, he was the second one, yeah. yeah. They hated George W, but yeah. I'll tell you what George W did. He gave them a very successful album. <laughs> he did. Because they yeah. wrote, they wrote yeah. so many songs about how annoying, sad, angry, yeah, pathetic yeah, yeah. America yeah, yeah, yeah. is and our leadership yeah. is. And they were yeah. right. They, and were, they right, were right, but and what they, were they right. got was a Broadway show and simultaneously a very successful <laughs> album. So, so who is really who is really the idiot now? Maybe it's uh, us. I guess I don't know who the well. Idiot I don't know. Maybe, maybe yeah, no yeah. one's the idiot, but you yeah. know who is a man of his word potentially is Billy Joe. Billy Joe Armstrong. Billy Joe Armstrong. Yeah, he's been in the news lately, Adam. Have you he heard has? what Billy Joe Armstrong's on record as saying? I did not. I did not hear. I'm not aware. He's leveled up. He's renouncing his American citizenship. Oh, okay. He's pissed. Yeah. Okay. I get it. Great. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's pissed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When you hear celebs <laughs> say, I'm moving out of America, do yeah. you, or even anyone, when anyone says that, are you like, yeah. damn, how does that land on you these days? Um, to me, it's a little bit of, I, I mean, how does, how does it land with me? It lands like. Um, For me, I want to say prove it. Prove Do it. it. Uh, well, Do I was it. just going to say, like, walk the walk. I'd rather you just walk the walk versus talk the talk. Tell us yeah. afterwards. Oh, by the way, I live in France now because I'm so fed up with the bolt with American nonsense. So right. I'd be like, oh, that would really land with me. Like, holy, oh, damn. Okay, wow. You really did that. You really expatriated. We have a, we have okay. a mutual friend who uh, leans more your friend just from a shared history. But okay. um, Carla yes. moved to Europe. Was that because of America or did she have a life? No, she had a life. I think um, oh, okay. her and her yeah. husband Richard were like uh, they're they're sommeliers and chefs, and okay. it was I think it was like um, they just uh, Europe was playing chef there, yeah, exactly, and like make okay. restaurants there and things like that. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, yeah. So uh, I get the kind of like. Um, I, I'm so frustrated with the United States. Everything's going backwards. Our leadership shame, are shame, corrupt and shame. change and change, shame, shame. And like, how do I express that? Mm, I'm just going to move. I'm a famous person. I'm like, I'm getting out of here. So like, I totally get the impulse to like put your shame on record and put your yeah. frustration on record. Um, but do yeah, absolutely do it. Then the phrase has been just said so much and I'm guilty of it too. Pre-Trump, I wanted to say yeah, it as well, but yeah, you know, yeah. But at some point, you have to recognize, hey, we need a new sort of like I'm leaving the country sentence or something. Like yeah. I'm, I'm moving away from America just doesn't hit the same way we all think it might have maybe that's, before. <laughs> maybe that's right. Um, now, uh, circling back to your Broadway point, maybe I knew this, maybe I didn't. Green Day, American Idiot was a Broadway so. musical? Wow. Yeah. Wow. I think they might have added some narrative behind it, like okay. given like the lead story, like something like a guy who like, you know, and then he and so he and that's why. <laughs> you know? Yeah, 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 totally. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, cool. Well, good for Green Day. Um, good for Green Day for being able to take their um, frustration with the United States and their anger and frankly monetize it and capitalize mm-hmm. on that, which is right. nothing, nothing more American than that. Yeah. Facts. Facts. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going back to the list, Adam. Hit me. Pick a number Hit me, one Bill. through 25. Hit me, brother. 
You pick a number, 1 through 25. And I oh, I'm it. sorry. Okay, uh, let's do 21, please. Hey, that's my number. Uh, that's okay. what I'm talking about. Yeah. Thank you. Make a re- <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Make a red, white, and blue treat. No. That's all. Okay. Make a red, white, <gasps> a and treat? blue treat. Okay, like a cupcake or something? They don't. They do not want to commit. Shit, they don't, they don't want to commit want a, to what the treat is. But okay, they're just saying it. make a red, white, and blue treat. Assuming okay. it's edible. Okay. Adam, what kind of food would you make that is red, white, and blue? And it doesn't have to be naturally red, white, and blue. There is food dye. But what okay. would you want to see that is red, uh, white? I would do what I would do. One of my favorite um, uh, um, red, pre-existing red, white, and blue treats that I would like to then sort of make my own version of is yes. a bon, is a bon pop. Your classic popsicle. I love that sort of wait a bomb pop. Bo- was that what it was called? B O M B pop, or maybe a uh, what the is that? You know what I'm talking about? I know what you're talking about, but I never heard that expression before. Huh? In my mind, it's always been called a. I, you know what? And now that I'm saying it out loud, I'm not sure whether I mean bomb B O M B or bon B O N bon pop or bomb pop. You know what, Bill? I actually have Google capabilities today. Go on. So what I'm gonna do is I'm um, uh I'm just gonna bomb pop. I was right. B O M B. Brutal. Uh, a bomb pop is your and classic it's like the rocket red pop too. That's it. That's the one. That's the bomb one. Bomb pop. pop. Yeah, dude. Bomb pop. <laughs> yeah, bomb so what pop. would you do different to the bomb pop? Uh, I don't know if I would do anything. To, well, the way that the traditional bomb pop color-wise is laid out schematically, mm-hmm. I believe, is I probably – I don't know if the red is on top or the blue is on top. I think it's red on top, then white, then blue. We mm-hmm. get that. Tricolored, the yep. sort of Neapolitan ice cream style. There. Yep. What I would maybe want to do is blend it all up and make the whole thing just sort pop. of a sp- – Purple pop. Yeah. Lilac. Lilac. Yeah, lilac or something. That's actually nice. Sort of like blend it all together to say, hey, you know what? We're a melting – America's a melting pot. We all – the red, white, and blue can wow. all live together here in harmony okay. on this ice pop. Um, so – I was going to give you SH asterisk T. You can the still. Fact that the rule yeah. was make a red, white, and blue treat and you delivered a purple. Purple. <laughs> but then you gave us symbolic. the secret narrative of symbolic. this is why. And symbolic. now it's like, well, I am obviously – Obviously, the bad guy. No, I'm no, no, the bad no, guy, and he's no, a visionary. Definitely, <laughs> definitely not. But like, if one were to combine red, white, and blue, one would get something akin to lilac, and it wouldn't that be nice? You know what I, I mean? Remember to when you of, blew my mind once? You blew my I, mind once in our twenties. How? You blew my mind once in our twenties because I how's took that? it for granted, sight unseen, no questions asked. Okay. I knew what blue tasted like. <laughs> And you checked me. You didn't even check me. You just checked blue as a whole. And you were like, blue has a flavor and we don't know what it is. (laughs) No one. Like, sure, someone was like, blue raz. Okay, raspberries aren't blue, so we're going to throw that in the trash. Yeah, right. It's just blue. Blue. You've had blue Gatorade. You know what it tastes like. You've had blue ices. You know what it tastes like. But, like, you don't know what what it is. What is that flavor? Yeah, what is it? What it is. What's you? You know what it tastes like and you know what it looks like, but you don't know what it's referring to. It's such to. a good point. Even it's in the context, blue. that's so funny. It's like even in the bomb pop context, red is cherry, white is lemon, blue is America? Like it's what blue, is, Adam, what is it's, it's blue. It's just blue. And that's what's so like <laughs> we just accepted it forever. Yeah. It's like red is fruit puncher, red right. is cherry, cherry. red is watermelon. Watermelon, like, maybe. Like white yeah. can be lemon Lemony, ice, it could be right. lime. Yes. Blue is blue. Blue. <laughs> It's blue. Blue. And it's like we somehow like missed a detail. Yeah. Like if we open up the books, 
I would like circle back to like where did this all start? It just empty pages for where blue started as a flavor. As a flavor, and it's almost like oh, well, if I were telling someone this for the first time, like oh, this is blue, like this is blue, someone would be like oh, like blueberry, and you'd have to say not even, no, no not no, even close, not blueberry, like not, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, this is no. the flavor blue, blue, not the berry, There's no noun the behind berry. it, yeah, there yeah. is no noun behind this flavor, yeah, it is simply it, blue. <laughs> In it fact, speaks for itself. As we wrap up this episode, I went, might want to add number 26 to countryliving.com, 4th of July it. activities for the whole family. Number Please. 26 should be go to a library and research blue Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. with your family. Be the first family in America yes. to define and figure out where blue flavor comes from. Because right now, in the year of our Lord, 2022, Correct. on Independence Day, we have no clue. No good answer. About blue. We have no blues clues. No, we, we ha- need we are more blues, blues clues. clues. We need blue clues. <laughs> Correct. Because right we now, need more blue like Billy clues. said, as a culture, as a nation, as a society, we have yes. no clue about blue. That's we right. just don't. Yeah. We blew it. We blew we it. We blew it. <laughs> oh, well, no. Adam, I'll tell you one thing we didn't blow was this Country Living no. 4th of July Activities episode. This is the collab that the No Joke Nation has been clamoring for. When are you going to do it? When are you going to do a pod with yes. Country Living? When are you going to do an app with countryliving.com? Tell yes. us. And it's like fi- we've heard the demands and we delivered. And, and we, we delivered. Now. Yeah. And we, we, we hear now. We hear now. <laughs> yeah. All right. Great. Well, that was the 4th of July's activities. Yes. On a serious note, one more time, you heard it in the pre-roll, but go to podvoices.help podvoices.help to learn a little bit more about what we were talking about with the Supreme Court decision recently. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. Great. Well, enjoy your barbecues. Enjoy all of your 4th of July activities. Roll a watermelon. Knock down some Etsy pins. You deserve it. Please do. Etsy pins. And for the No Joke Podcast, I am Billy Scafuri. I'm Adam Lustig. And like always, we will talk to you next week. Thank you so much. That was a HeadGum Podcast.